This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I found the following very interesting from Joe Person's column in The Athletic coming out of the game against the Minnesota Vikings. This is something uh, I believe those of you who have listened to this show before have heard me talk about. Last year, when the Hurricanes traded Christian McCaffrey, which got them assets to acquire the first pick in the draft, which became Bryce Young. I said at the time, why aren't you going to trade Brian Burns too? And because every fan base falls in love with their own players, Everyone does. You fall in love with players. You fall in love with prospects. And in the case of the NFL, there are no prospects. You're either a player or you're not. But young players we fall in love with. I said last year, last year, when the rumors or news hit that there were two first-round picks on the table in exchange for Brian Burns, I'm like, why wouldn't you do that? Now, there must not have been that because I don't believe the Panthers are dumb (laughs) because I'd take two first-round picks for almost anybody. Joe Person covers the Panthers for The Athletic, and that's what Joe wrote about yesterday, or two days ago now. I don't even know have my dates uh, correct. uh, After the Panthers' loss to the Vikings. Um, Joe, how close do you think they are to maybe making a decision to continue the rebuild by acquiring more assets? I think they got to be getting close. I mean, this is a team that looks like they're going to have a hard time winning more than maybe three or four games this year. I don't think they're going to win any before the bye week in two weeks. So that gets them to 0-6. Then then it begins the stretch of rookie quarterback derby where they have home games against Houston and C.J. Stroud, followed by Indianapolis and uh, Anthony Richardson. Right. And then and then the trade deadline. And so, I mean, I feel – here's the thing. You and I can sit here right. and we feel like it's obvious. If you can get half of what you were offered for Brian Burns last year – and including a first-round pick. If you can get, and it won't be, you know, it's not going to be the number one or number two pick, which they would have had had they kept it. <laughs> but if you can get a first-round pick, I'm doing it. The problem is you've got somebody like um, David Tepper who has never had a winning season since he bought the team from Jerry Richardson. Right. And he he's not about, I mean, he wants to win. He wants to win now. But, I mean, you're 0-4, like, at some point, you gotta you gotta punt and move on. They're zero and four, and um, I don't know if you and I are aligned in what we see. I th- I bet we probably are. I see an offensive line that they thought was better, but as it turns out, might not be. And I realize they're missing two interior pieces. Brady Christensen is hurt, uh, and we're still waiting for Austin Corbett to come back. But uh, now this is however many games into his NFL career. And I'm not entirely sure that Iki Aquanu is a championship-caliber left tackle, that maybe he would be better suited to move inside, as a lot of pros- a lot of scouts thought, that he could be a great guard, but he might not be a good tackle. 
uh, if they have to figure out things like that. But the offensive line, the position, like Adam Thielen, bless his heart, was amazing against the Vikings, and he basically had no help. And I still don't. Is Hayden Hurst still there? Like I see him on the field, but I don't see him doing anything on the field because he's really not involved, and the running game just hasn't been able to get on track. I just think they have so many things they need to address. Like I don't even blame Bryce Young. Yeah, I don't even know where to start to unpack that. Let's start with Hayden Hurst. I mean, this is a guy that they paid pretty good money to, thinking that Frank Reich's offense is traditionally featured the tight ends. Hayden Hurst has a pretty good track record. Right. And he, uh, other than week one, he has been just missing in action. Like nowhere to be found. Um, I, I agree with you on Adam Thielen. Like without him, this offense would look like 2010 Panthers when Jimmy Clausen was throwing <laughs> to David Geddes and oh, Steve Smith sometimes. Right. Uh, just, just a mess. And I, your first point is probably the most concerning point for me, is that's the offensive line. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. line, it, it was they were the bell cows last year when Steve Wilkes took over and gave uh, Ben McAdoo the directive that we're not going to win with these quarterbacks we have, so let's win with a power downfield rushing attack led by Deontay Foreman, but featuring all the, the same guys up front. The problem is two of those guys, as you know, both starting guards are hurt. Right. Never. I sent this. I sent a text to somebody yesterday. I said, boy, never did we realize that Brady Christensen and Austin Corbett were like the MVPs of this team because they look yeah. lost. up front, And not just Icky, his NC State cohort. Chandler Savala has struggled in a mighty way early in his career. So how do you rebuild that without first-round picks? And this is where I get back to where I was a year ago, that when that rumor hit and they were saying you could get two first-round picks with Brian Burns, and frankly, I'm not even sure that was true, and I speculated that I don't buy that for a second because while I think Brian Burns is really good, he hasn't necessarily been the most noticeable player on defense I don't, I'm not sure at any point this year. I think we've seen better from Frankie Luvu, and I'm not knocking Brian Burns. I think other guys have been better than Brian Burns, whether it's Luvu. I think Derek Brown has been outstanding. Um, that I mean, if I could find somebody that wanted Brian Burns, I'm not saying that edge rushers are a dime a dozen because that's not true. Uh, but, I mean, they've found... I think veterans that have been good. Hassan Reddick, who has moved on. Justin Houston's been pretty good. Um, so I think you can replace that, but you, you have to get assets so they can give Bryce some help. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator? Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. So a couple things. That is true. The Rams offered them two future first-round picks. Now, it wasn't one in 2023. I think it was 24 and 25. Okay. And 
and a third round pick. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to, to do it over again, I, I, they had just dealt Christian McCaffrey. Right. I think the feeling was, you know, we have to have somebody here to build around. And I remember being told at the time that it would be, it was easier to replace a running back in this league than a premier edge rusher. And that might be true as a rule, but boy, you look at what Christian McCaffrey has done and you could make a strong argument that the 49ers underpaid for Christian McCaffrey. Um, so this, you know, and then, and then we start talking about uh, to, to your question, how do they rebuild without, without a bunch of draft picks? They have a lot of cap space. Do you trust Scott Fitterer to, to be the ones, be the guy pulling the trigger in free agency? He, I mean, he, you mentioned Frankie Lubu. That was by far his best signing since mm-hmm. he got Hassan Reddick, another one. Although I think Hassan was 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 uh, one of one of fitters, um, but he's had a lot of misses. Yeah, uh, in the draft and in free agency. Um, I, I think if this thing continues to go south. He's the guy whose future I would be most concerned about. I I think Frank Reich would be safe for at least a second year, but I don't know if the wheels completely fall off of this, which, which they're already loose and rattling, <laughs> then it could be a bloodbath for everybody. Yeah, and uh, you, you mentioned the teams coming in after the bye week. Um, again, I am still team Bryce. I I have not I am not dismayed that it hasn't looked good. I think he has been put in no position to succeed, which is kind of why I've talked about this before, although not with you, that I would advocate for letting Andy Dalton play some and letting Bryce watch a little bit so he doesn't get gun shy and so he doesn't get, you know, exposed because the pre- protection is so bad. Uh, but when C.J. Stroud, who's had a great start to the season, and Anthony Richardson, who's uh, who's been all over the place, but exciting, and he's made so many uh, winning-type plays, when those guys come in, it's just going to be more uh, more reason for the fan base to get restless. Uh, that's going to be a, those are going to be hard games to swallow uh, if Bryce Young is outplayed by those two guys. Uh, so what do we have we learned anything about the new David Tepper or is the new David Tepper the old David Tepper? How much do any of us really change? I right. mean, I, I, I think he's I think he's impulsive. Um, I think he and his and, and his wife, who's a perfect, very smart, sharp woman yeah. and done terrific things in the community and with the organization. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know that I love the fact that they inserted themselves into that number one pick as visibly as they did. Every owner is going to have a say in it. Look, I mean, they're the one stroking the check, but for them to be, you know, front and center at all the pro days, and I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think it makes it hard for the football people to make the decision if if the owners kind of got his finger on the scale and did. Tepper tip it to to Bryce Young. I don't know. My read all along was that Frank Reich. I mean, again, back to the, the, the how much do any of us change? Frank Reich likes big quarterbacks. It's his track. <laughs> right. He was a big quarterback. He played in an era of big quarterbacks. I think he would have preferred. 
I know we like Derek Carr a lot. Like that's a whole nother discussion. Like I, mm. I think if we're up to Frank Reich, they might have tried to really sign Derek Carr. But here we are, and I'm with you. I'm not ready to 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 pull the plug. Far from it on Bryce Young. I mean, it it might take a year or two, and you you hate that when he's the number one overall pick. Right. But if they can at least get through this year and say, oh yeah, he's our guy. There there were some hiccups. There were some bumps in the road early. We didn't give him a lot of help with playmakers or protection, but he's clearly our dude. Then you feel at least a little better moving into year two. Joe Person from The Athletic at Joseph Person on Twitter, where he is more formal and wears a tuxedo. Uh, Appreciate your time, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us. Have a good week. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.